You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Great to have your company on a Wednesday afternoon. Kimbo on the Roach with you for the next two hours. All thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. Just a reminder, following our show now, uh, Sports Day with Jared Healy and Kane Corns from five to six. Boys doing a great job. Great debut last night, fellas. Good. Roach, you haven't been introduced Sorry. yet. Here's the bloke in the background. Party people! <laughs> Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka like Start cheering from the bleachers. You're up and about today. I've never seen such enthusiasm, Rooch, but you insist on a musical play-in, so wait for it. I'm going to love the reactions we get from our listeners when they hear what AFL is going to look like next year. Four umpires. But if one is injured, there will only be three because there won't be an emergency umpire, Kim. Five on the bench. It happens every year, Kim. We get to this point and they tamper, tinker, taint stuff up. our game. Stuff up. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. Can't get, can't get three on the same page, Rooch. It's that, just going to mean more people trying to justify their position being out there. More ticky-touch free kicks. It's a contact sport. Oh, did you have to open with that? You didn't even talk about that. It wasn't on the rundown. No, I'm just reading what's happening as Gillam McLaughlin's announcing that he will leave the chair during Magic Round here in Adelaide. Uh, we did tell you he'd be here till at least March got a fair or fair bit April. on his agenda. Yeah, he's the new Johnny Farnham. As uh, long as he's got his head in the game, that's fair enough. Uh, so I'm no hurry. Love to hear the reaction of that. Four umpires, five on the bench. Only three umpires if one gets injured because they haven't got uh, enough uh, to. Whose idea? That's a great question. Who comes up with all these Yeah, stuff? now, is that Brad Scott? Is that he's his parting gift? Yet. Is it his parting gift, though? They wouldn't just do it like that. It had been talked about for a while. Yeah. It would be intriguing to know... Who comes up with all this stuff at headquarters? You've got everyone in a grumpy mood now, Rooch. We did talk about this a few weeks ago. You can have your say. We are live and interactive on the Lawn Hub Talkback line. Appreciate their support. one 736 736 Good show coming up, Rooch. A busy one. We get busier at this time of the year. We talk to more people. Mm. Uh, 3.30, Isaac Keeler. What do you know about him? Tall lad at North Adelaide who is being compared to Paddy Ryder and is now described... Even though I keep reading that Matthias Filippo will be the first South Australian picked in the draft as the best talent mm. from South Australia in the draft pool. Now, again, this comes down to, yes, you might be a better ranked player, but what is the need of the club calling your name? And keep hearing Essendon's going to go early with Matthias Filippo. But Isaac Keel is an interesting one because forward who can ruck, 198 centimetres, noted for his talent. Question is, can he put in the extra yards with his work ethic to 
be the best player he could possibly be. It'd be interesting where he goes in the draft. Oh, look, he'll be, he'll be an early pick in I've the sense I've read all of the comments. Top 30. They're, they're saying top 40. Mm. Um, I saw him interviewed on Channel 7. I think he's got his head in the game. Good. And uh, I spoke to Big Jacob Surgeon about him some time ago. So he's a, he's a talent. We've got some big fellas coming through. All 18, they won't go early, but uh, Harry Barnett, he was featured on Channel 7 last mm. night. His sister works as a reporter, Rosie. Easy uh, interview to do then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't want to turn down your sister's request. Uh, no, no, a little bit of comedy at the end of the story well, too. Sort of maybe just work, just. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's 202 centimetres mm. at West Adelaide. Oscar Steen, he's a ruckman. He's 201 centimetres at West Adelaide. They got some talent. They're going to lose them all, though. Exactly. So Adam Hartlett's going to have to work a new squad. Yeah, uh, Harry Lemmy for West Adelaide Footy Club. He's a forward, but he plays a bit in the ruck. He's two hundred and two centimetres as well. And Kyle Marshall, South Adelaide, two hundred and one. So there's a bit of young talent there. It'll be interesting to see if people go for the ruckman. If clubs go for the ruckman early, who need more time invested in them. It used to happen. Then they yeah. get poached five years and in. And everyone watched Alistair Clarkson never, ever draft a ruckman but keep poaching them from other clubs yeah. after they'd invested five, six years into them. Well, it's a, it's a smart move. Probably. All right, so Isaac Keeler coming up at 3.30, Rooch. At 3.45, this is one of the feel-good stories in sport, I think. You're across this. We're going to have a chat with uh, Anasu Mushengwag... Oh, uh. Mushengwa away. Mushangway. I've got it right. <laughs> I've tr- struggled with that. Anasu Mushangwei. Who is another well-credentialed athlete who has had to work through pretty well escaping African situations. First is Zimbabwe. We know the ones, the Sudanese, like Elia yep. Elia, to refugee camps. But then when you get mucked around with passport, residential status, all that sort of stuff, it's quite, quite difficult, isn't it, when... You're trying to make your name in sport and you've got all these other complications. Like you remember her first attempt to play an international was denied because she didn't have a passport. Mm. It's a wonderful story though, yeah. Rooch. Uh, found her way to the Glenelg District Cricket Club and she's turned around their fortunes as well. Good. Off her own bowling and batting, she's had them promoted to the first grade competition. Um, it's a wonderful mm. story. First Zimbabwe woman to play WBBL and perform very well on the weekend. And of course, uh, the Strikers have a final Tomorrow, they take on either the Perth Heat. or Brisbane, depending yeah, who or wins tonight. Brisbane. Yeah, so Cow that Rolton. 6.30, that gets underway. So looking forward to chatting to her. 4pm, Lockie Scholl, he's back training, fourth-year player, looking to consolidate his position. Can he hold down a wing? That's the question. If Seedsman's not there, he played good 11 question. games last year. Yeah, very good question. There was talk about him going to Carlton. One of our very own, Miles Fitzner, was strong on that one. He had some inside running, so we'll push Lockie on that. And there's a fair few players who, in August, were looking at options or having options presented to them, and then they didn't unfold. It mm. happens quite often. And, and, and that's where we get, when we speak to all these young players, as we were leading into the draft, and they say they've had 10 clubs, 12 clubs, 16 clubs, all 18. I'd love to do a list of young footballers who had... Clubs make so many promises to them what was going to happen in the draft and they were left hanging. Because, oh, well, you know, on draft night, this option came up and, you know, we changed our thing. You know. Well, it does happen. We've does spoken to a few that have lived that, unfortunately. Yeah. So Lockie Scholl at 4 o'clock, uh, his dad did play for Carlton. His uncle yep. played for North Melbourne. Yep. And 4.30 for the last time this year, Matty Randall. Oh, he'd be guru. pouring over the draft notes, wouldn't he? He's going to do his top 
10. So that could go for 10 hours. <laughs> we won't be. You'll have to go into Kane and Jared show afterwards. So Matty Rendell well, at he'd, he'd get a bigger audience for it than the one-day international at the MCG or the SCG or Adelaide Oval. Yeah, yeah. Oh, little kids going back from school, finishing school. G'day, boys. Walking past the studio, number one, King William Street. They're up and about. Is that ever a warning signal to Cricket Australia and every other sporting group at the moment that getting crowds is a big challenge at the moment? Big challenge. Well, don't take it off free-to-air television because that's the one days have died, I reckon. But uh, Australia were good, so was Travis Head. and mm. um, Good call on the review, wasn't it? Yes, very good. Very smart call. Rich, we've talked about all that, but perhaps the biggest thing, and everyone's a little tired today, you look like fertiliser at the moment. I could say that politely. Thank you kindly. That's all right. I'll get you a mirror shortly. I'll call it as it is. No, I'm in the same boat. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, well, we all get patriotic, but all right, we get excited when Craig Goodwin opens the scoring against France. Oh, it was good. Uh, but was what happened after nine that? minute mark? Well, uh, you're more well versed to talk about that more so than me. But I believe sometimes, sometimes what you don't know, you see more. For a side that was meant to be all out attack and aggressive. That was one thing that we were not. But uh, I got up at 4.15. There were some great games on yesterday, Roach. Oh, the best morning. one was the one that opened it. When Argentina takes a 1-0 lead against Saudi Arabia, you think, OK, here we go. The presumed champion that Argentina was to be is finally going to deliver. Lionel Messi will get the one trophy that's missing from his resume. Then they start having offside scores. You know, eventually they'll work this out. They'll get the offside trap with the Saudis sorted. They lose 2-1. Biggest upset. Now here, this is this is where the World Cup goes. Is it a bigger upset than North Korea beating Italy in 66? Is it a bigger upset than England falling to the US in the 1950s? Um, I don't know what all the rankings were there. If you go purely off rankings, Rooch, you may be able to answer that question. Argentina, according to FIFA World Rankings, number three in the world. Yep. Saudi Arabia, 51. So you can do the homework on that. They played them well, the Saudis. Tell you what, uh, America beating England would have been huge. Well, that was huge. Yeah, that was in the 50s. But North Korea beating Italy in 66 was enormous as well. And then there was in in our group, uh, Denmark and Tunisia drew, which I believe is good for us. Not going to (laughs) matter. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, that's a bit blunt. Yeah, I would have thought they would have liked to have had at least one other team on zero points with Mm. them and then go in. Yeah. That I'll doesn't you, look good for them. Uh, the speed that the Mexico-Poland game was played out was unbelievable. But let's go back to uh, early this morning uh, where most of Australia, many Australians were up watching this and uh, uh, we were hammered in the first three or four minutes, Roach. Then uh, against the flow, Craig Goodwin did this. Harry Sutar, the base of the centre circle, plays a long diagonal ball out to Leckie on the right flank and a good touch as well. Pavard hit the ground, the cross comes in. Goodwin! <laughs> Craig Goodwin has the opener. Australia 1-0 up on the French. Australia's moment on centre stage. And the world now knows who the Socceroos are. Well, after nine minutes, yes. And after 90 minutes, it was, hello, France, you're not going to slip up. They have have been uh, written up as a team that, wasn't ready for the World Cup. There is a long story of defending champs being eliminated in the first round. You only have to look at recent World Cups to find them. And yet, they're 4-1 at the end, and everyone goes, oh, well, okay, yes, the French are ready. 
Yep, seventeen minutes later, it all changed. Roots, you can have, have your say on that. The text line is zero four two seven one five four one double six. We'll get Craig Goodwin's thoughts on the other side of the break. This is Kimbo on the Roots, and we are live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at Number One King William Street in the city. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 3.18 on a Wednesday afternoon. The sun is shining. We're here thanks to Balfour's. A Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Isaac Keeler coming up after 3.30, young North Adelaide player. Touted to go in the top 40 and also suggested he's the most talented player in South Australia at the moment. Indeed. Just on that route, a text has come through. Arvo boys, if Harry Barnett, Lemmy or Keeler are on the board after the bid for Michael Annie, the Crows would be silly not to trade back in and pick one of the three up. That's from Lockie. Would they be in a position to do that, Lockie? We'll, we'll ask that question to Matty Rendell. Yeah. Yeah, it would be... What are we talking then? Pick, pick in the late twenties, aren't we? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Interesting if someone would be prepared to offer up a draft pick. Or well, just sit back future. and then try and bring them back home two or three years later. Bit of cricket happening around the nation at the moment. Roots, there's a game down at Adelaide Oval. We'll get to that. But in the Prime Minister's eleven, Australia opted to bat. We are none for eighty-eight. Matt Renshaw thirty-four. Marcus Harris on fifty-three. What's happening at the Oval? Well, after South Australia was, what, 5 for 24, weren't they? And we thought, oh... Three days ago. No. Well, match is drawn. South Australia was 3 for 246. McSweeney, 77. Lehman, 68. Not out. They were leading by 144. A session to play. The captains came together, said, let's shake hands and go have a beer. So, match drawn at Adelaide Oval. I think we'll take that. Credit uh, given where credit's due. That was a good fight back. Nielsen saved them in the first inning. Yeah. Did well. hold up for the second... Yeah, we'll take that. All right. We'll Let's that. go back to Craig Goodwin. We heard the goal. This was Craig being interviewed post-game after Australia went down 4-1 to France. To score um, is an amazing feeling, but, yeah, you know, mixed feelings because we lost the game in the end. How did you feel when you saw the ball hit the back of the net? Yeah, pure elation. Um, you know, scoring any goal was, um, you know, a joy and almost indescribable in, in feeling. But to, to score at a World Cup against the, the reigning World Cup champions is... Uh, a moment I'll remember for the rest of my life, but, you know, for now, it's it's still business. We've got two more games, and we want to do the best we can and try and win those games. And obviously, as you said, the rest of the game didn't go as planned. You've got a massive game against Tunisia coming up on Saturday. How do you get into the preparation for that one now? Yeah, look, we, we regroup, we recover, we analyse the game on where we can do better, um, but there's just really short turnaround, and we have to prepare for the game against Tunisia, um, look at, at where we can um, possibly hurt them, and and do the best we can and you know it's a game we have to go into with confidence i think that first half we showed we can we can match it with them but tactically perhaps we can we can do a little better um in getting more pressure on the ball but at the end of the day it's, we have to prepare for the next game now getting oh. more pressure on the ball spot on well there's life there's hope yeah it's a I big think challenge we're, if we're being really honest yes probably should have been 6-1 well yeah but if butts in candy yeah. Yeah. let's hear what the coach Graham arnold had to say about losing to france yeah, look, I think uh, at the end of the day, um, the quality, the quality of the French team, um, they are the, you know, the, the previous world champions for a reason. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I thought that we started the game very well. Uh, physically, uh, 
they were just so much bigger and, and faster and stronger than us uh, today. Um, but uh, look, overall, the boys did everything they could, and that's all I can ask. Certainly faster. Gee, yes. they had some leg speed. Yes. Um, yes. Here's Graham Arnold uh, about if there'll be any changes for the next match. Yeah, we can do. That's why we've got 26 players here. You know, I just felt that uh, tonight, especially we needed Harry Sutter in that for the size of, you know, Giroud and, and these players with their the way they deliver crosses and we needed him in the middle and and that for, these, uh, for this game. But uh, we've got the option of um, obviously changing players and making sure that uh, we get uh, some fresh ones out there. See what happens next, but it is... Quite a challenge now for the Socceroos. Talking of challenges, Roach, uh, we have a challenge every night with Beat the Boys, thanks to Hyundai, a chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. We'll be doing that around 420, 4.25. I'll do a warm-up question with you. Yeah. So last night we had the W Awards. Ali Anderson, part of that wonderful Brisbane unit, wins the W Awards. Congratulations. Yep. Back to, is it back-to-back back for Brisbane, isn't it, for those W Awards? Yeah, it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Monique Conti was second. Uh, Ali won on 21. Monique Conti, 19. Ebony Marinoff, she 18. was in front yeah. late in that with okay. 18. So Ali, doesn't, Ali Anderson doesn't get in the All-Australian team. Mm-hmm. Best player as seen by the umpires in the competition, but not the best player for an All-Australian team. In this era of AFL football, there have been three players win the Brownlow medal, but not be an All-Australian that season. Name the three for a million dollars, Kim Dillon. For a million dollars, there's been three. Three. Gee, we've got to go to a break, Rooch. Um, Matt Pritters. 2014, Brownlow medalist did not make the All-Australian side. Uh, Shane Wywoden. 2000, Brownlow medalist did and what not make era any to- Australian side. What era are we talking about? The AFL era. So, so 90 onwards? So I'm one player away from a million dollars. Exactly. Tick, 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 tick. Um, we've got to go to an ad break. Uh, tick, 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 one, tick. one player. No, I can't tell you off the top of my head. Sam Mitchell in 2012. Ah, the famous Joe Watson. I would have got that if I wasn't under pressure, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to a break. It's 3.24. Good question. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 29, we're here thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. Just a reminder, tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. They are ripping cars. A number of techs coming through. Uh, Jason over in Murrubark in Victoria says, Hi, Kimbo and Michelangelo. Who will finish higher in 2023, Adelaide or Port Adelaide? Um, if I was putting a dollar or a family member's life on it, Roach, uh, I would be on Port Adelaide. Probably, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can, yeah. You'd be half confident, wouldn't you? Yep. Oh, you hesitated. I, I'm, I think it's an interesting year for Adelaide. Very interesting year. Yeah, they'll be uh, 9 to 12th. Should be. I think. Yeah, should, should be, be. yeah. Um, this one here says, Arnold from Happy Days would be a better coach than Graham Arnold. That's Chopsy from Cheltenham. Harsh. He's had... Yeah, he hasn't had much love, Graham Arnold. Did get Australia to the World Cup, so he did a big tick there. But it's, this goes well beyond Graham Arnold. Yeah, exactly. Time. He doesn't have the, the cattle. I saw or I heard. I've watched that much the last 24 hours, Richard. Um, 
Uh, our team's valued at $56 million. Theirs is $1.6 billion. Yep. And we're still so, asking all the questions about the opportunities lost since 2006. Yeah. In terms a lot of opportunities. Growing players. All right. We've got to go to the news. Um, now, I understand what you're saying there. But in reality, it's like Novak Djokovic playing someone 200 in the world, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then you get the Saudi Arabia... Argentina moment. It can happen. I'm not looking for common sense. We've got to go to the news. Isaac Keeler coming up next. (laughs) A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after 3.30, Kimbo on the Roots with you. Thanks to our good friends at Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. If you want to have a chat, jump onto the Lawn Hub talkback line. Real lawn fanatics use Lawn Hub fertiliser. Sounds good. one 736 736 Time now, Roots. Thanks to Tyre Power. Draft three tyres. Get your fourth tyre free on Falcon. Four-wheel drive, wild peak tyres. Gee, there's a few credits I knocked off. (laughs) It's time to talk the draft. And we're pretty excited about our next guest. He's been starring for North Adelaide. He's a ruckman. He's a forward. He's been compared to Paddy Ryder. We've heard he's the best South Australian in the draft. Isaac Keeler joins us now. You're getting a few raps, Isaac. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. How are you feeling about all the, well, media speculation and uh, attention you've been receiving? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit surprising, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving it heaps. Um, it's just, it's just, it feels a bit surreal to be honest. But yeah, yeah, I saw you on Channel Seven the other week being interviewed. Now the state under eighteen coach Tony Bamford said, "Kills is clearly in our eyes the most naturally gifted footballer in his age group." That's one hell of a rap. Yeah, no, especially someone from Bangers too. He's been pretty supportive um, of me um, for about two, three years now um, coming up. So, yeah, getting that from him is, is amazing. So, yeah. So, Isaac, what is your journey to this point whereby you're so highly rated for the draft? When did football become part of your life and where have you played your football? Mm. Yeah, so I grew up in Port Augusta um, pretty much my whole life. Uh, 15 years, moved down here. Um, yeah, so... Since Dad pretty much put the footy in my hand, I've just been playing footy ever since. And, yeah, since I moved down here, just never really turned back from it. So, yeah, I uh, came through all the way to the ranks at North Adelaide from under 15 to obviously under 18, and it's been good. So did the family move down, or did you come down by yourself as a youngster? Because you're only 18 now. Yeah, so I moved down about four years ago. Uh, Mum and Dad still living back in Port Augusta. Um, and then, obviously, I'm living with my sister and brother-in-law. Uh, here in Adelaide, so mum and dad are back, back home in Port Augusta still, so I get back there every now and then to see them. So how have you found it, being away from home? No, it's been great. Uh, pretty tough that start, but obviously mm. got got a bit used to that, mm. and now it's just, yeah, um, yeah, haven't looked back since, which is good. Uh, Jacob Surgeon, your senior coach at North Adelaide, is a regular on our show. I would imagine he'd put his arms around you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, even, even through... Off-field stuff, for instance, my work, he, he's been great with that. He ended up um, sort of scoping out um, work for me. Um, so, yeah, that, that was good with him. But with football, the football side of it, he's always there to support support me each time. 
Isaac, in your draft notes, which every club is getting and everyone is reading on the AFL website, there is this line which intrigues me. If he works hard, that is, if Isaac works hard, the world is his oyster. So mm. we accept that you're naturally talented and naturally gifted. Is the message there that you shouldn't take that talent for granted, that you've still got a fair bit of work ahead of you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've still got um, heaps, of, heaps of work to go. Obviously, not the finished product. Um, but, yeah, I've still got a long way until I'm at my full potential. And, yeah, I feel like... Um, if I hit my full potential, I can, yeah, I can be the best, best well, um, um, me. Yeah, well, the football world's fairly confident that your life's about to be turned on its head come next Tuesday. Uh, we don't think you'll go in the first round of selections. You never know, though. You never know. Everyone's saying top uh, 40. How much interest have you had from other clubs? How many other clubs have been in touch with you? Yeah, so that a few few interviews and that sort of thing. But um, I've, I've spoken to... Um, a fair majority of out of clubs, not all 18, but I think um, 16 or so. 16? So, yeah, mm. good. That's good. That's very good. Unfortunately, Adelaide, the Adelaide Footy Club, knows that they couldn't get you because you're going to go inside the top 40 and they don't have a, you know, a draft pick that early to be able to match with you. How interested would have you been to have played with the Crows? Yeah, obviously um, I was out there training with mm. them through the start of pre-season and a few years ago with the AFL squad and it was it was a good experience, you know. Um but yeah, it's pretty pretty unfortunate I can't go there, but I guess that's just um the, the footy business to it. So you're a ruckman forward, where do you prefer to play? Um mainly key forward into the ruck for a pinch hit, you get yourself around the ground, but yeah. Bit bit of uh, tall talent around in the sample at the moment. Uh, how have you gone, and who do you struggle against? And when it comes to players like Harry Barnett, Oscar Steen, Phoenix Foster, Harry Lemmy, Kyle Marshall, you would have been up against a lot of those youngsters. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, probably my hardest 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 opponents, I reckon, would be from a from a ruck standpoint. Would definitely be. Probably Big Harry Barnett and Will Barrel. Um, they're really good ruckmen. Obviously, they're pretty developed. Um, and yeah, my frame compared to their frame, they're, they're a bit of bit of a giant compared to me. So, so Isaac, we're always intrigued how AFL clubs question, interview, test out the young talent that they're about to draft. What's been challenging you through this process? Which clubs have been searching out for things you didn't expect? Um. I think every every single club is like that. Um, they're, always, they're always looking at something specific, um, especially my deficiencies, because um, obviously it's a big it's a big um, question mark on me at the moment. And it, it's fair enough from their standpoint because um, obviously I need to pick pick up my deficiencies, but also keep my strengths to its uh, maximum. So I'm, I'm gathering. You said you've been you've spoken to 16 clubs. I'm presuming the only two you haven't spoken to are probably here in South Australia, Port Port and the Crows. We don't have draft picks yeah, to get you. Would that be the case? Nah, I've, I've talked talked to talked to them, but um, oh. yeah, I, I I forget who the other two are, but yeah. And um, so you're prepared. To, I saw in your interview on Channel Seven, you you're, you're excited and prepared to go interstate if that's the case. Yeah, for sure, sure, hundred percent. I've already, yeah, obviously, as I said before, I've already moved from Port Augusta to Adelaide. I guess it's only three hours away, but um, even moving from there, it was just a better, better experience for me. Um, and I feel like having that um, going into state or something like that, it's just yeah, it'd be great for myself. And Isaac, do you model your game on anyone? Is there anyone that you really idolise? Um, yeah, 
obviously I, I look at a fair bit of players, but the main main sort of players I look at is probably Buddy Franklin from a forwards perspective. And then, yeah, from a ruck, probably um, Luke Jackson, sort of Paddy Ryder. So, yeah. And you've just knocked off work, we believe. So I presume you'll be giving your job away if you get drafted next week. What have you been doing? Yeah, uh, well, yeah obviously I've been training and that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, obviously still working. So, yeah, just doing a few installs and that sort of thing, um, doing signage, um, printing, that sort of thing. So, yeah. So, Isaac, in terms of what the AFL is before, what are you expecting? Everyone asks you questions, but what are you actually expecting in the AFL? Yeah, obviously, when you when you go there, it's a huge step from, obviously, under-18s football, um, where I've been playing at. So, just getting used to the workload, um, the intensity of that. Um, but, yeah, just the small little things like recovery and all that sort of stuff. Where are you going to be on Monday and Tuesday? Um, probably... I was thinking about going back home, but, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Probably just have it with my family up here in Adelaide, so, yeah. All right, and watch it on TV. And uh, as I said, uh, your whole world will be turned upside down. But for the good, though, hey, Isaac, we really wish you all the very best. You're an enormous talent, and uh, we can't watch to see your career unfold. Cheers. Thanks, guys, for having me. No worries. Our pleasure. We'll keep an eye on you, and we'll hopefully chat again. Isaac Keeler, he's got some uh, talent. You read all the notes for each which you've gone through. Um, and that's the that that's been the concern. Uh, they're saying he's the best South Australian in this year's crop, so that's ahead of Matthias Philippou, who could be someone, going for four someone or five. Told him, someone told him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could go four or five if you're right with him going. Well, to this is a really interesting year. Um, but yeah. uh, gee, I saw some of his highlights, and like we always say, they're a highlight reel for a reason. They're the yeah, best the of the best of. Yes. No, it's an incredible moment for all these teenagers, isn't it? Whereby they feel out of form. They've all grown up barracking for a club, but they all have to say the same thing. I just want to play AFL. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different world now, isn't it? Well, the ones are where you're hanging off the back fence of your local oval, wanting to play for your local (laughs) club in the sample to now the world opening up to you in the national AFL. Yeah, Amazing and, stuff. And it's their, it's their dream. It's yep. the opportunity Absolutely. for their dream to come through and uh, and getting good money for it is just a bit of icing on the cake. Mm. Hey, we've got a feel-good story coming up next, Rich. Really looking forward to this next chat. Um, look, the first cricketer, female cricketer, to come out of Zimbabwe and, and play in the WBBL, but she's turned the, the fortunes of the Glenelg Cricket Club around. So I've uh, got to get the name right. Uh, Anesu Mushinwai. Well, Shangway, I'll have it right by the time we introduce her in a minute. And what a story it is. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 50 on a Wednesday afternoon. Appreciate your company. If you want to get involved, 0427 154 166. That is the text line. All thanks to Real Lawn. Fanatics use Lawn Hub Fertiliser. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock, Lockie Scholl from the Adelaide Crows and Matt Rendell, the list guru, at 4.30. Time to talk cricket, though, Rooch, and uh, there's a big game coming up for our Strikers girls tomorrow. They have the Challenger final where they'll be taking on either the Brisbane Heat or the Hobart Hurricanes. But we're going to go to a feel-good story. One of the players that will be out there, I hope I get this right, Anasu Mushungwe joins us now. Hello, Anasu. Did I get it right? 
Yeah, yeah, you got it right. I'll give you 85% for that. Oh, ta- Ooh, I will take no, that. We I'm... want 100%. So tell us. <laughs> all right. Tell us, please, how we pronounce all of your name. Um, That's it. Anasul Shangwe. Yes. Close. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll quit while I'm marginally ahead. Do you have a nickname, please? Uh, did you get called Anna? Do you have a nickname? Yes, they call me Mushy these days. Mushy. Mushy. All right, we're going with Mushy. Mushy. We love it. And we love your story, Mushy. It's unbelievable. You've come from Zimbabwe. You're the first Zimbabwean to actually play um, BBLW cricket, and you're doing that for the strikers. But take us back to where your cricketing started, back at your home country. Oh, it's a long story. We've got got time. We've got time. (laughs) Oh, that's good, man. Uh, it was way back when I was 14, and like I always say, I was running away from athletics at school. So it was, <laughs> right. just, it was just an excuse of saying uh, I couldn't make it to the athletics because I was playing cricket, of which I wasn't actually. And then later <laughs> on, <laughs> later on, I fell in love with the sport. Wow! And then um, I started playing uh, at school as well as at home. There was a there's a um, family member who we used to live with. He's the one who ended up teaching me as well, and he used to throw like lemons, and then I, I used to catch them as a cricket ball, and it went very well. <laughs> and then uh, when I was 14, still when I was 14, I got selected to play in the under 19 national team. I actually made it, but I couldn't go to the South African tournament because I didn't have passport. Mm. <laughs> And then, and then I got dropped from there. Um, later, when I was about uh, 16, and then I had to stop because I wanted to focus more on my studies as well as to work for my school fees money. So you wanted and to be a I doctor, started... did you? Um, I wanted to be a doctor, yeah. but I was terrible at meds. And, okay. <laughs> right. and um, I ended up be, wanting to be a lawyer uh-huh. and then it wasn't going to work because I wanted to take my cricket seriously because you, you, you need to uh, study a lot in law I had. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so you also, is it right that you started off as a fast bowler, but then you found that a bit difficult because you're, you're, you're vertically challenged, you're, you're a little bit short, you weren't getting enough speed. Did I read that correctly? And you went to leg breaks. Yeah, I'm very challenged, that's right. So I started medium pace, and this other day, my friend, her name is Krista Bochatongwa, she plays for Zimbabwe. She hit me all over the place, and then I told you, and then I told you, no, the way you hit me today, I'm going nowhere. And then... <laughs> so, so seriously, then, when is the move and why out of Zimbabwe? What, what prompted all that? And how did you get to yeah. Glenelg? Um, the thought came when I was in uni, mm. when I was thinking, what, what am I going to do after uni? And then I, I just thought, ah, oh, maybe I might as well try to go and maybe play cricket abroad. And, um, a few ladies have done it. So I kind of tried hard to take that path and just see how it goes. And then I started contacting a lot of clubs in England 
Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as Australia, that's how I caught up with the Glenelg District Cricket Club, which was mainly just Facebook. Facebook okay. got you there because okay. you did have a short stint in the UK with the Hursley Park Cricket Club. So yes. what you just put a request on Facebook, I want to play cricket somewhere, and Glenelg got in touch with you because you've been a revelation at Glenelg. You've got them promoted up to the top tier. You've won a number of their batting and bowling awards. You're a superstar there. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I just sent them a message. Actually, I sent them a message before I went to UK. So I was already speaking to them when I was in the UK. So whenever I took a weekend, I would say to Graham Sage United, hey, coach, how are you doing? Uh, we just played a game and then give him, give him um update so that he wouldn't forget me because mm. I really wanted to go to Australia, yeah. Oh, what a beautiful story. And uh, when did you know much about Australia when you arrived here? What was that in, 2019? Yeah, it was late 2019, yeah, in November. Um, I didn't know anything about Australia, really. All I just wanted was to play cricket abroad, no matter where it was. So, so who do you qualify now for if you do represent a national team? Um, if I represent a national team, mm-hmm. who who do you qualify I, for now? Australia, but oh. I don't see it happening because <laughs> oh, I no. can't. No. Never say never. <laughs> never say never. Oh, so, but don't you have to have citizenship? Have you got Australian citizenship or not? No, I I just have a permanent residence. Okay, so you could still technically play for Australia. Yes. All right. Mm. So how have you found the step up going from playing district cricket for Glenelg and now playing for the Strikers in the WBBL? Uh, it was exciting and um, I, I really wanted to, to play and I was mainly keen to see what happens if I play. And uh, fortunate enough, I got that single game and uh, mm. everything went close to well, like I, like I wanted to so that was good. Yeah, it went very well. Tell us what your figures were for your first game. Uh, I took one wicket uh, and then got hit for 21 runs and then took two catches, which was okay. Yeah, and what about the bat? I didn't bat. I was batting number 11 and Talia was doing all the job. (laughs) Well, you've you've looked after your average then. Uh, So would you be watching... amazing story, So you use cricket as an excuse to not do athletics and now Mm. cricket is your way through the world. Yes, that's right. Amazing story. So have you got a mentor or a best friend? Did you have any family over here at all? I have only one family. That's uh, Graham Stegenary. That's my Glenelg Cricket Club coach. Yeah. He's not only a coach to me, he's just like my father, actually. My, he's my Australian dad, I say. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and do you see yeah. yourself staying here in South, South Australia? Yes, I hope to stay here a little bit longer. All right. Now, what about tomorrow's game? There's a big game that's gone tonight between the Brisbane Heat and Hobart Hurricanes. We heard Megan Shoot, your fast bowler, the shooter, she said she'd like to take on Brisbane because they're arrogant, she said. Mm-hmm. We couldn't believe it. Uh, do you do you care who you play tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really care who's going to play. I'm just uh, excited for us to play the finals. And uh, if we play our best, I'm sure we'll be able to get good results and probably win the the challenge. Well, if you win that, then you go up to Sydney and you take on the Sixers. Have you been to Sydney before? 
I have been in Sydney before, yes. Okay, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I didn't mind it. Yeah, but you uh, like Adelaide better. It was a bit hot. <laughs> was it? Oh, well, we think you're a, a wonderful story, Mushy. We wish you all the very best. Yes. We'll be watching with great interest tomorrow. The game gets underway at Karen Rolton Oval. If anyone's got some spare time, pop down and support the girls. We'll certainly be watching you. All right, thank you. Hopefully everyone comes and uh, support us as well because it's an exciting moment for Indeed. both teams, really. Too right it is. Good on you, Mushy. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Good luck. Our indeed. pleasure. What a wonderful story, Rooch. And we hear this so often with sport, how it can change your life. Indeed. And also open up all sorts of opportunities. That's a, that's an amazing story, isn't it? Yeah. So a great little uh, leg spinner now. And a very good uh, batswoman as well. She's taken out a, a number of awards down at the Glenelg District Cricket Club. And she helped them get promoted to the uh, the Premier Women's First Grade in her first season there, Roach. So she can yep. play just 26 years of age, an absolute ripper. What a delight. So right. Brisbane's arrogant. Well, that's according to, to... Look, we haven't got time to play it, I don't Are they think. entitled how, as how well? How long does it go Are for? they entitled as well? No, this was uh, Megsy, our good friend, <laughs> yeah. the shooter. Yeah. Um, no, Roach, I'm not, buying, I'm not buying into this. <laughs> it took you a while for how the long penny it to drop, for? didn't it? Well, I don't want to upset everyone. Um, well, look, it goes for 35 seconds. So let's hear it. This is what yeah. Megan shoot, shoot, shooter had to say about wanting to play the Heat? I'd love to say I'd take it as it comes, but I'd love to beat the Heat. Um, <laughs> they're, they're a team we enjoy beating, and we should have won the other week back in Adelaide. So for me, it would be very sweet um, to for the Heat to beat the Hurricanes, and then and then we smoke the Heat. That's, that's my dream. One of those teams, you know. Um, individually, I actually quite like them all, but collectively, they're just... Um, yeah, a bunch of different people. Um, so when they're out in the field, the way they play their cricket, it's pretty arrogant in my opinion. So, um, And generally in cricket, we don't really like arrogance. So, um, yeah, we'll try and bring them back down to earth. Catching on, isn't it? Take that. Catch All right, it's going to be good. Hopefully uh, the strikers can get it done. All right, 4 o'clock news coming up. After that, we're going to have a chat to uh, Adelaide Crows youngster Lockie Shoal. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. The Nearly four minutes past four. Appreciate your company, The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. If you want to have a chin wag, we'll jump on the line. one 736 736 That's all thanks to the Lawn Hub, the Lawn Hub talkback line. Enjoyed that chat with Mushy. We Great wish the story. girls all the yep. very best tomorrow yes. when the strikers take on the winner of today's game. All right, let's go to AFL now. And all the first and four-year, fourth-year players are back out there. Roach, looking forward to chatting to our next guest because by all reports, he's only a slight young man, but we believe he's got pipes, guns and cannons now. Let's have a listen to Darren Burgess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but in terms of the guys that have put on size, Lockie Shoal, Ned McHenry, um, they, they look noticeably bigger. Cookie wasn't there today because of his sinus, but he's, he's in really good shape. So some of those guys were... The younger guys who are a bit leaner have, have put on some really good size. As we welcome Lockie Guns Shoal, how are you, Lockie? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm not sure if uh, Guns sits too well with me, but anyway, I'll take it. Have you whacked on a little bit? Uh, it, was, it was a little bit of a focus going away into the off-season, I suppose, to yeah put on a couple of kilos. I think uh, it's around, oh, not heaps, like about three or four, so... 
um, yeah, it, yeah. I suppose it's uh, a good thing. It's nice of Burjo to, to mention me there as well. That was uh, that was good. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it was a bit of an aim, I suppose, going into the off season. So it's nice to sort of, I suppose, tick that off. Is that three or four kilos for each bicep, or not quite? Give us a perspective on this. Yeah. What was your draft weight? Oh, it would have been seventy. My draft weight. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. It was around, yeah, I reckon seventy, maybe seventy four mm. or, or something like that. And now, um, and I was, yeah, now, now, about or the other day, about eighty five. Okay, eighty five. Nah, eighty five. Well, that's that's a transformation, isn't it? A, but you're deceptive, though. Unless you can never trust Wikipedia and some of the AFL websites and the Bible. Yeah. Are, are you six one in the old? Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, no, that's about right. I reckon uh, maybe a little bit, like maybe maybe six foot or six one around there. Yeah. All right. Now, four years. We've spoken to you before. Four years in the system. Um, how's yep. this preseason been? I know it's only just started, but uh, how are you feeling at the club? Yeah, good, good. No, it's obviously uh, we're obviously back into the swing of things, and um, yeah, I suppose uh, it's only two sessions in, but uh, no, it's been good. It's all the boys have came back in in really good nick. There's a couple of boys that are. That are running really well, and um, yeah, obviously, uh, obviously, yeah, sort of getting back into it, and um, pretty well. Even though it was only the one to four years required back, I'm, it's just about just about everyone that's turned up. So um, no, it's been really good, and um, personally, yeah, sort of felt every single kilo that I <laughs> that I put on over the break <laughs> in that first session. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock, but uh, no, nah, we're uh, we're all good. So um, yeah, back into it, and. Um, yeah, ready to, to crack in, I guess. You're, you're one of the measuring sticks when it comes to endurance. I gathered from that when you said a few of the boys are running well that uh, you've been challenged in that area. Who, who's running really well? Who's fit? Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of boys that are, that are doing really well. I think uh, Harry Schomburg was one that stood out to me um, okay. these past couple of sessions. He was... Uh, Who's training with uh, the well with the off season set up? There were a couple of groups going on here in Adelaide, so um, he was with the other group, and I didn't didn't see too much of him in terms of footy drills. But uh, yeah, no, he's he's running really well. Um, Smith is Brody Smith. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's moving really well, and Chase Jones as well. He's one that's um, that stood out as well. He's he's flying. So um, don't mean to put any pressure on those boys, but yeah, they're they're looking really good. All right, let's get to the tricky questions. There was a lot of speculation about you over the last couple of months, maybe going to Carlton. Any truth in it? <laughs> there was absolutely no truth in it at all, actually. Ooh. It was um, it was quite surprising. I had um, obviously had uh, mates and even mum and dad <laughs> sending me screenshots of the article going, you know, what, what's happening? But uh, <laughs> I had not heard a thing. So, um, no, there was absolutely no truth to it at all. And, uh, yeah, obviously... Very happy here in Adelaide and very settled anyway. So, um, yeah, it was a bit surprising to get that. But uh, anyway, yeah, I suppose that's footy. Contract-wise, where are you at? Uh, yeah, very lucky. I'm contracted till 2024, so I've got another couple of years so you enter um, to your, go. So, yeah, no, very lucky. You enter your exit meeting, in, you enter your exit meeting in September. We know yep. most players are challenged with, you know, this is what we want to see in the next six to 12 months. What was put on the plate for you? Uh, yeah, well, going into the off season, um, I suppose the I suppose the the weight conversation and strength conversation came up. So um, yeah, just 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 around that and and trying to um, you know put on a I suppose a couple of kilos, but also trying to um, you know get stronger as well, of course. So um, you don't just want to throw on the weight and, and sort of not not make use of it. So that's 
sort of the aim at the moment. I'm still trying to um, get stronger, as is everyone. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely been a, a bit of a focus um, that did, yeah, sort of come up in, in that meeting. And um, so Lockie, was that there was also, probably the main one, to is, be honest. Is there also a discussion about do you have a role or do you have multiple roles in this team at Adelaide? Uh, yeah, well, look, I, I, I think, uh, to be honest, uh, I, I, I sort of definitely... Uh, in my opinion, anyway, definitely best suit. Um, I suppose the wing role at, at AFL level, yeah. and um, yeah, that's sort of, I, I suppose, the, the the ideal role for me, I guess, um, at the moment, I suppose. Anyway, but um, yeah, that, I think that's uh, that's certainly where I see myself. And um, yeah, of course, in terms of in terms of last year, there were a few hiccups and whatnot. But mm. um, yeah, I, I still definitely um, really enjoy the wing role as well. But um, yeah, I think that's Sort of in terms of um, what I can bring and, and, and what I think are my strengths, I think that's probably, um, yeah, my most suited position, I suppose. So 38 games so far, only 11 last year, 19 the year before. Paul Seisman was out last year, which gave you a great opportunity. How do you make yourself become a regular now? Uh, yeah, I think it's just that, uh, I suppose, consistency um, in performance and, um, you know, I, I Probably, I suppose, started the, the the year okay. I was I was sort of happy with um, how that went, but um, sort of as the season went on, I I, I suppose um, didn't perform to to the level that I'd hoped. Um, but uh, you know, that, I suppose that that's footy as well. You know, everyone has mm. has down days, but um, yeah, it's sort of uh, I, I suppose trying to trying to find how to to minimise that, I, I guess, and. Um, and I think that that'll come with, uh, you know, improving um, things like strength and, and, and working on my contest and, and sort of things that uh, I see as, I suppose, RFIs, but um, at the same time also trying to um, refine what I think are my strengths as well, which is run and, and ball use. So, um, yeah, just trying to find that balance, I guess. And we can't always predict when breakout seasons are going to happen. We saw it with Darcy Fogarty this year. There's a new little bit of new blood at the club. How's uh, Isaac Rankin fitting in? Yeah, Ranks is good. He's, he's doing really well at the moment. Obviously, only uh, a couple of sessions in, but he'd been training with us um, in the off season for for a fair while anyway. So, um, yeah, obviously, it was was great to I suppose meet him and, and get to know him a little bit um, even before training started. So, um, and, and obviously, he's sort of he's taken like a duck to water, I guess. Um, you know, once training's resumed. So, yeah, he's certainly got a lot of tricks. That's for sure. Lucky, Adelaide Footy Club's a big footy club and a big football market. So we know there's always going to be expectation. I think there's been a fair bit of understanding of what the rebuild's all about. Next season, when you're going to have your own expectation, but what do you think is realistic and optimistic for Adelaide next year? Look, I think, um, you know, not just last year, but also the year before, we we certainly showed um, in patches and in games that you know we can we can match it with the best and even beat the best. Um, you know, I, I suppose we, we we saw that a few times throughout the last couple of years. But um, I suppose you know I, I, I think going forward we can certainly um, continue to improve as a team and 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 that connection that that we're talking about at the moment at the club between between lines and and also just between the whole group. Um, is an important one in terms of creating that 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 bond and and that understanding of each other's games and um, I think that'll naturally grow as we get on um, and, and also like using that to um, you know 
perform consistently. And uh, I think, yeah, certainly next year we'll, we'll uh, certainly look to, to make some inroads. Um, and in terms of, you know, win-loss, obviously you don't want to put a number on it, but, uh, you know, just trying to, um, I suppose, cons- consistently match it and, and, and bring our, I suppose, our game week in, week out is um, certainly what we'll, we'll look to do going forward. Well, Lockie, good to touch base again. Uh, all the best for the pre-season. We look forward to seeing you in those muscle T-shirts over the next few months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to get the singlets out, but uh, we'll wait and see. We'll be keeping an eye on the website, all right? Good on you, Lockie. He's an absolute uh, ripper. Still in the infancy of his career, still finding his way, Roach. Uh, only a pup, but 38 games in the bank already, which is good. All righty, we're going to go to a break, Roach, but uh, also we need to do Beat the Boys. Uh, if you want to win $1,000 worth of free fuel, give us a call now, one 736 736 736 and you can put yourself in with a chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. All thanks to Hyundai, you just have to take on Roach and myself. Best of three questions. It's pretty easy to do. Then you go in the draw, and it'll be announced next Tuesday. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 419, this is The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. Wonderful company. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Lockie Scholl, well, he knocked that on the head, Root. All the rumours about him going to Carlton, absolutely no truth to them whatsoever. And he's contracted till the end of 2024. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah. He, he's a good, good solid player. citizen. Yes. All right, time for Beat the Boys. This is pretty simple. Your chance to win $1,000 worth of free fuel. All you have to do is take on either the Roach or myself. It's the best of three questions. Then you go into the draw to win that $1,000 worth of fuel. All thanks to Hyundai and Roach, one of our very good friends, has got through. That's Annie. Hello, Annie. Good afternoon, boys. Oh. Could you do with $1,000 oh, worth of free Annie. fuel? I, Annie. I... Oh, God. Of course I could. I had a wonderful hug with Hanny at Albert Annie at oh, Albert you? And Oval. Oh yes. I was just gonna Very say warm that, Ruth. Yes. I miss you, Annie. Oh, it was lovely to finally meet you, Roach. Oh, yes. Get a room here too, fair dinkum. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Annie, I know you love the Roach, but you've got to take on one of us. Um, who would you like to take on? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't live with myself it's, if it's, I beat Annie. Uh, well, Roach, he, he says that to a lot <laughs> about a lot of people. It's worth $1,000. I think I would rather have you beat me, Roach, than Kimbo. So I'm going to go with my mate, Roach. Oh, oh, really? No, what would be no. wrong with me beating Yanny? <laughs> you beat everybody. No, I, I had a, oh, trust me, I had a bad day Monday. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I was a little bit tired and emotional. Uh, well, you're ready to go now. You've got to use your buzzer, which is Annie. Just try it out. Yep. Annie. Beautiful, Roach. It's stuck. It's Roach, stuck. You can't throw it, all right? We've got the station's credibility at all stake right. here. Right. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. First question for $1,000. What did Travis Head make against England? Roach. In... Roach. 67. Yeah, you are being a flog, Roach. Uh, wrong. <laughs> Or was it 67 balls that he faced? He made 152. Right. 
That's one, one for you, Annie. Yes. <laughs> She's supposed to answer it first, isn't she? Oh, yeah. yeah You're yeah, doing yeah. well as the quiz master. Yeah, sorry, I'll you go to the answer. Go, oh, well, you've just thrown me, This is me, going Rich. brilliantly. Uh, I've got confused. People were knocking on the window then. Um, <laughs> and giving uh, us Annie, how many did uh, Travis Head make? He made 152. Well yeah, done. Yeah. How did you get really that, right? Annie. All right, next question. Yeah. I'll concentrate now. Uh, who scored for the Socceroos? Rich. Yes. I'll get this one. Craig Goodwin. Craig one, Goodwin. one now. All right, it's oh, one. This one. is looking good, Annie. All right, here I we go. I said your name instead of mine. Yes, oh, you hey. did. <laughs> right, regroup you two. This is what romance does. It messes with your head. <laughs> All right, you've got to concentrate here. For $1,000 possibly. Who do the Socceroos play next on Saturday night, Adelaide time? Roach. Yeah, you've got that, Roach. Can't do this, Annie. They played Tunisia. Yes, they played Tunisia. Oh, he's a dog, Annie. I would have thrown it for you. Oh, you can't <laughs> use that language. No, you would not have. Oh, <laughs> no, he would certainly would not. No, I probably wouldn't have. That's right. Uh, yeah. oh, will you still hug me, Annie? Yes, Rich, I will. Uh, all right, look. We'll, what? Annie, we'll Don't get, look at me like that. We'll get, well, it's getting awkward now. We'll give you Rooch's private number, all right? After <laughs> well, what makes you think Annie doesn't have it already? <laughs> oh, that's what yeah, I mean. Exactly. It's getting awkward now. <laughs> hey, good on you, Annie. You had a crack, uh, and unfortunately. Well, can I give my spot in the draw to Annie? No, you're not in the oh, draw. Oh, yeah, you can do you that, You're not in the draw, Rooch. You can't win it. <laughs> Oh, fair dinger. This is out of control. Hey, Annie, uh, we, we love you, and uh, unfortunately you Can didn't win. Can I just win. say one thing? Yeah. Yep. Can I just one say, yeah. say one thing? I just want to really congratulate Hannah Ewings and Abby Doric, uh, yeah, Abby Doric um, on their win last night with the winner and the runner-up. Yep, superb. As a as a port supporter, I could not be more proud of those two young girls. So, congratulations, girls. Yep, yep that was for the Rising Star at the W Awards last night. They were, they were rowdy. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched every bit of it. Oh, I tell you what, now, I don't want to be too woke here. If the men were carrying on like that, what would have happened? I think it was the, wasn't it the GWS girls and the West Coast West Coast girls, I don't think it was the Port girls. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't saying it was the Port girls. No, Port oh, and sorry, Adelaide. That's what no, I thought you oh, no, Port and Adelaide were very well behaved. They were. Wet blanket. They were. I'm not a wet blanket. Oh, they were having fun. A... Roach. They were having a good time, Kimbo. Don't be a stick in the mud. Yeah. No, I know, Annie. I'm not being a wet blanket. I was just sitting there. I know how this works. Uh, if, if that had been the men, I tell you what, the, the outcry at their behaviour, it was a corporate function, but uh, they were a little loud, the girls. Yes, they were, yep, but they were having go. a good time. Well, too right good. they were. I hope they well, remember it today. The, part, the party hey. boy getting on the high moral ground here. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, How were you on Monday? Uh, I was hopeless. We're still trying to get video from Saturday. No, don't ask for that, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on you, Annie. We need to go to a break. Oh, that was Annie, beat I'm the boys. sorry. That was Beat the Boys. Thanks to Hyundai. Uh, Annie won't go in the draw. We will announce it on Tuesday. You can have another crack tomorrow. $1,000 free fuel, all thanks to Hyundai. This is Kimbo. On the... A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. I'm still full of the Holy Grail. 
30 News. We're here thanks to Hyundai and Balfour's. Appreciate their support. Indeed. And you can jump on the Lawn Hub talkback line, which is 1300-736-736. Hey, we've also got, Roach, yeah. sorry, before you jump into that, uh, a Signet portable phone charger Good. valued at fifty nine ninety five to give away for the best caller or best text of the day. I'm going to give it to Mark because I appreciate the frustration that people are experiencing. Uh, Mark has sent a text. He says, hello, Kim Barnroot. Uh, once again, there is no radio reception on SEN. Yes, well, look, we're aware of it. Uh, we are sincerely apologise. You can hear us on the app. Uh, it is crystal clear. Now, I appreciate, Mark, that it's uh, happened a bit the last couple of weeks. We are getting the transmitter attended to. And we apologise. Mark, we have your details. Mark from Fullerton, we're going to send you out a Signet portable well phone charger. Roots, just Tim, quickly. Now, we now have a name for the round that has been previously described as Magic Round for Adelaide in round five. We're going it's to out. call it Farewell Round because oh. we're going to farewell Gillan McLaughlin Roots. in Adelaide. We're going to say, Gil, thanks for the memories. He's going during that round in Adelaide next year in the middle of April. Which we announced earlier, a long time ago, that he probably wouldn't leave till March or April. It is not being called Farewell Round. I thought you were being sensible then for a moment, you idiot, Rooch. Uh, we're two minutes late for the news. <laughs> Gil is staying till then. It's not called Farewell, farewell Round. Matt Randall will be farewelling him next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. This is the run home thanks to Balfour's. Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other, and our good friends at Hyundai. We're live from Studio Lumo SA. Just quickly updating you on the Prime Minister's 11 game being played in Canberra at the moment. Australia off to a great start. None for 108. Matty Renshaw, 44, not out on 107. Marcus Harris, 63, not out on 116. What type of cricketer was our next guest? What do you reckon, Roach? Well, if he was a bowler, you wouldn't you wouldn't be comfortable with that long arm. You, you think? You height. Think. Well, let's find out if he was any good at cricket. Matt Randall, the list guru, joins us now. Hello, <laughs> big fella. Hello, fellas. Yeah, I played cricket till I was thirteen. Fast bowler, opening bat. Played with uh, Roger Dugan. I don't know if you remember Dugues. him. He was um, yeah, him. Yeah, Dugues played played with him all the way through juniors. He was a star. He took. One day he took 10 for five, and the next week he took nine for 19. Wow. God, unbelievable. <laughs> so so was, that with, was that with Lockleys and then with West Torrens? Yeah. yeah no, no, not with Lockleys, I think. Um, Lockleys no, Primary I School. 13, well, I quit at 13 to play baseball, actually, with West oh, Torrens. Okay. And uh, played that all 17 and then quit that because, um, you know, basically trained all year for footy. So, um, but yeah, it was an opening bowler. Uh, what was my best? Six or four was my best. So with your height, Matt, at the release point, how high was the ball when you were releasing it? Oh, well, I could bowl bounces. I could, I'm not doubting that. <laughs> but I'm thinking, wow, this is coming from some height. So out of, you, out, of, out of you, Timmy and Stephen, who was the better cricketer? Oh, me, uh, me by far. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> question. Uh, Let's get on to a series. Could you bat? I can draw your cricket bat, those two blokes. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Could you bat? Uh, okay. Uh, what was my top score? 73 at uh, Grand in the 
parklands there, just um, east of the city there, you know, where all those cricket yeah, grounds yeah, are. Yeah. I can't remember which one I was. So. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I was filthy. Blake took a miraculous one-hand catch at leg. Right out. You've got to let go of that. <laughs> all right. We've been doing some homework. We know that. Uh, yeah. The draft gets underway on Monday with all the first-round picks, yeah. and then Tuesday it's for everyone else. I believe you've done a top ten. Well, we're going to have a crack at the top ten. I spoke to a couple of people. I reckon it'll be close. So we're so starting at 10 and working our way no, up? No, no, oh, no, no. no so one. you're doing it as the clubs yeah. are picking it rather than the ranking of the players? Yes. Yep, yeah, which is a big difference. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes, yes, exactly. Let it rip. Um, First pick is with? Well, Cadman. GWS will take Cadman. Yeah. Now, they're not going to call out Ascroft, uh, I believe. So okay. um, they're taking the key position player they want. Probably yep. no one would have him number one, or maybe one or two other clubs, but most wouldn't have him number one. But uh, they want the key forward, and yep. they moved up to get him. So okay. uh, uh, North will call out Ascroft too. Yeah. So Brisbane will take him, and they've got lucky. They've scored an extra 400 points Yeah. Um, in that. North will then take Wardlaw and Sheasel with their first two picks. Yep. Wardlaw um, and Sheasel. And Sheasel. Yep. Sheasel's uh, tallish yep. forward, small forward. Tallish small forward, that makes sense, doesn't yep. it? Yeah, uh, Wardlaw is a big-body mid, so who had a lot of hamstring problems. So, now, Essendon's always the confusing one. So uh, he, he keeps his card close to his chest, as does Adrian Dodora, who, who I believe it might be his last year doing it. But he will throw out Furphy everywhere just to upset everyone else so they don't know what he's doing. My belief he's going to take either Sardis or Philippou. Mm. Um, Tell us about Sardis. Sorry? Tell us about the other lad. We know about Philippo. Oh, I don't, I don't know enough about him. No. No, I know he's a very quick, tallish uh, midfielder. So, um, now the interesting one is if they go Philippo, uh, we, know, we know the Italians are rock solid. They're very, very family orientated. Uh, it's a big call if they do it that early. Um, so, i got a feeling they'll probably go Sardis. Uh, then Jake Goldcast Sons will go Humphrey, uh, the hybrid forward um, in what mould. Um, oh, he's a goal kicker come mid. Come. He's a bit Rochelle, but taller. Okay. That makes sense. Yep, yep. Probably a better mark, too. Okay. Um, now, there was talk Hawks were going to take Clark, the giant Clark that Geelong was super keen on, mm. and were desperate for that pick seven to take him, but I believe they're going to take McKenzie, Cameron McKenzie, mm-hmm. uh, another midfielder running winger type player. That means Geelong get their man. Jai Clark, uh, uh, Joel Selwood, clone. Um, so great get by them, Geelong, if they manage to get hold of him. Now, one in the mix here, so that, that leaves West Coast. They'll be ecstatic because they get Gimby. So they they were keen to get Gimby. You saw that, boys? Oh, yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah, yeah, just writing these down. Yeah, Gimby, tell us about him. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, so, um, no, I've just got someone's ringing, but it doesn't normally buzz when they do that. Uh, so I don't think Gimby so um, St Kilda take whoever resident don't, Sardis or Philippou. So Philippou could spill right down to that pick team yeah. um, in that case. Uh, and then outside of that, Buzzling is in the... They don't know what Carlton and Bulldogs are doing, but Bulldogs are in the mixture for Hollands and Ed Allen. Mm. Um 
Ed Allen's uh, son of Benny Allen and uh, had a fantastic uh, combine. Buzzling is in the mix there too with Carlton and Bulldogs. But West Coast uh, are really waiting to pick Ed Allen. They want to get Ed Allen with that second pick. Uh, so they're hoping he'll be there. If he's gone to either Bulldogs or Carlton, they'll take Jefferson. And if Jefferson's still there, Melbourne will take Jefferson. How's that? Oh, very comprehensive. Uh, do you have a wry smile when you look at GWS and needing to get a tall young forward when they've lost uh, John O'Patton, Jeremy Cameron, Rory Lobb? Oh. They, they've lost. They've recruited so many good young tall forwards and then haven't been able to keep them. No, they haven't. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to keep this one. Um, no, it's, but well, they just keep getting high picks, good picks, don't they? So they can pick the eyes out of it. The other thing that's going to probably happen too is Melbourne are desperate to get up high in the draft, but no one's going to bite on giving them two future firsts next year, which will be theirs and uh, Frio's. Um, but I believe Melbourne will, uh, GWS will give up pick 19 in this year's draft for Melbourne's future first. So look for that to happen. So Melbourne get into the draft at round pick 13, 14 and in, the, in, in at pick 19. Matty, you have an eye for young Ruckman. We had on the show at 3.30 today, young North Adelaide mm. Ruckman forward Isaac Keeler. Uh, the raps are huge. Tony Bamford, the state yeah. under 18 coach, says he's the best uh, out of all the youngsters in this season's crop. Uh, we're hearing that he could go from anywhere between, well, 15 to 40. He seems motivated. There appears to be a knock on his work ethic, but uh, he's denied that. Uh, how do you rate him? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of him. Uh, oh, he's really talented. There's no doubt about that. But he's, uh, he's pretty casual um, as a player. Um, he's not going to die of stress. I know that. <laughs> so um, That's the polite uh, way of but he's a really, he's a really talented player. I think uh, you take him if you can, and you've got got to be patient with him. Um, uh, wasn't that the knock on Nick Nat in years. the draft year? That was the same yeah. knock on him. Uh, it wasn't more around work ethic for Nick Nat. It was more around he could not get the ball around the ground, yeah, and he that's probably still, an still can't. Still an issue, yeah. He still exactly. can't. Yep. yep. Uh, but he, he could he couldn't get more than ten possessions. But yep. his ruck work was just the most elite you've ever seen. So uh, this kid's a bit different. He can he can kick goals forward. He's a good ruck, um, but you just got to be patient and have some really good mentoring and. Uh, you're probably it's a three or four year wait for him before well, he hits his straps. It's interesting you say that. We talked about some of the other young talent in Adelaide at the moment that are Ruckman around that mm. 200 centimetre. There's Harry Barnett yeah, from there's West Adelaide. Yeah, quite a few, yeah. yeah Oscar Steen uh, is West Adelaide mm. at 201. Phoenix Foster from Nord at 197. Harry Lemmy from West Lemmy. Adelaide, yeah, 202. Mm. And uh, Kyle Marshall, he's a defender, but he's 201 centimetres. And no, you, I don't men know him, no. you mentioned patience. It seems that Ruckman now are not the choice of recruiters. They'd rather rather wait, let someone else take them and then try and steal them from that club two, three, four years later. Yeah, I, I would be grabbing a few of these blokes. So I watched a few of these blokes play. They've got some real talent. Um, is it is it Barrett or Barnett? Uh, Barnett. 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 I think he's the best of them, what I saw. saw. He's the most competitive. Uh, probably the only issue I had with a few of those tall blokes is, is they looked like they had a little bit of a lack of competitiveness in them. Um, didn't see that in, in Barnett, but 
Um, I, I would, you don't, 200 plus centimetre players who can, you know, really skillful, and they are really skillful. 200 centimetres. They don't grow a tree. So, so on I'd that be point, Matt, the on them and just be just be patient. You yeah. know, their last player on your list. Be patient. So on that point, and they're locals, and mm. we always hit Port Adelaide, Adelaide hard if they let SA bred players yep. escape, so to speak. Can you see Adelaide or Port Adelaide doing some live trading to get more picks in this year's draft? We've got a text from Lockie on that. Uh, well, Port Adelaide, uh, well, they got three sort of latest picks. Yep. Have they? Uh, 36 something or other. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they didn't take one of the tall kids with one of those. Yeah. Be really surprised. And the Crows, well, they've got a points for Michael Lenny, but I don't know what it leaves them in the end. But, you know, if they end up getting a Lemmy or, or um, uh, well, Barnett, I think, will be gone. Um, Keeler. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, well, I'd be taking them. Would you would you would you trade in? Would you trade in? Get rid of your futures and say we want to get into this draft. Oh, if you can trade a, a, a second or third, yes. Well, not knowing what what's there next year in the in the tools department. Yeah. If it's another great tools draft next year, maybe you hold on. Okay. But look, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush, isn't it? You got them now. You don't know what you're going to get next year. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what Lockie said. He sent through a text early. He wanted us to present to you. He mm. says, if Barnett, Lemmy and Keeler are on the board after the bid for Michael Annie, the Crows would be silly to not trade yep. back in and pick one of the three up. Do you think there'll be a lot of live <coughs> trading going I, on? I, I, I totally agree with him. And uh, there will be, there won't be much trading on the first night, WS1, but on the second night, there could be a stack of it. Because okay. um, players are on the... Players are still on the board. The clubs didn't think they were going to be there. And then they go, right, what are we going to do? We're going to trade up to get this player that we want. There'll be a lot of that going on on the second night. It could be a long night. I swear your wife's got you locked down in a dungeon somewhere. You drop out that much, Matty. Well, I'm in my usual spot again. <laughs> that's what, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we had uh, Lockie Shoal on today. As you know, all the first and fourth year players are back at training. He's in his yeah. fourth year. He's racked up 38 games now, hasn't been able to consolidate. There were a stack of rumours that Carlton were interested. He said there was no yes. truth in it whatsoever. No truth. No. Um, well, look, at uh, yeah, he's in a difficult position with the Crows. There are so many players like him and better than him, I think. So um, really difficult for him. He's going to have a breakout year this year, doesn't he? He's really got to force his way in there, but... Uh, he's got all the skills in the world. He's only a little fella. Mm. Um, it's, um, you know, he's, he's capable of playing, but he's just got to be at the right place. And Crows have got a stack of midfielders now, and he's just way too, too far down the list. Mm. But I think he could find a home if he can't get, you know, get a game next year. And what will you be doing next uh, well, Monday well, and Tuesday? Uh, yeah, yeah go on. sorry, I've got to give you, I've got to give you some information. So I spoke to you, Blake's about these blokes who got delisted and who would be great to get, um, you know, to, to your club in development and all that, yep. didn't I? Was that you know, was that? Yep. Well, I can give you some news that uh, one of those players has been picked up by the Crows. Who's that? Is that your nephew? Player. It is my nephew, <laughs> <laughs> So I've got, him, I've got him another job. <laughs> I've got him another job. And I've got Crows another... Another player. That means I've picked Saligo for him and Rochelle uh, last year, and now I've got the marquee player for their 
Sandful and he's going to be working at the club, obviously. Oh, so just re- repeat that again, what he's going to be doing. Uh, well, so Jack Madgen, Jack Madgen will be going yeah, to the Crow Sandful uh, side. Yes, and working at the club in development uh, as well. And um, it's, I think it's a really good pick by the Crows because I, I'm really worried if one of their key backs gets injured. They, they, look, uh, Fisher Mackenzie's obviously gone home. Yep. Who's known what's happening there? The, really the only one they got left is Bull Lakes. And uh, he's at a 192-ish. So I think it's a really smart move by the Crows that if they happen to lose one, they can actually pick Jack in the mid-season draft. If they, oh, if they need to keep okay, back. Okay. Yeah, or could they rookie yeah. list him? Uh, what, now? Or oh, pre-season drive. No, no. Uh, oh. Well, if they've got a spot, they could do it in the pre-season, yep. yes. Depending where they got a spot. Yeah. But if, you know, if they lost someone in pre-season, absolutely. Yep. Uh, but player, certainly yep. mid-season. Uh, certainly mid-season. So I think a pretty smart move by them on a key back. Well, mm-hmm. he's a short key back. Uh, but, the, but what they are getting is an absolute fantastic person into their footy club with an enormous work ethic, and he's a pro's pro, so they'll be ecstatic when yeah. he gets Oh, there. that's good news. Thank you for that. And, uh, look, he was in good form until he broke his hand and did his shoulder with Collingwood, yeah. so he's a little Couldn't bit unlucky. Get back in. Hey, Matt, mm. we'd like to sincerely uh, thank, apart from your phone, uh, sincerely thank you mm. for all the work you've done this year. Hopefully we can get you back. We're going holidays next week, so we're releasing mm. you from your services. You can have a break. Yeah, Thank you very much. The blokes must be plum tuckered out doing three hours of radio in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get, three months holiday? Yeah, we uh, nearly. They've cut it back to 10 yeah. weeks. And look, Are you, 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 away, you be locked in a confined area with Roach every day of the week, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, while, while uh, the summer break happens, if you meet a bloke called Graham Alexander Bell, get him to get a landline for you. <laughs> I reckon it's your phone line. What phone oh, works, right. works fine with Dwayne. Dwayne's well. I spoke to the blokes. I spoke to the blokes on Pernasus and it worked fine. Oh, fair thing. You're, you're, you're not the only one. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work well because dropping out now. But we'll get on top of that uh, next year. Now, are you working uh, on draft night, Monday and Tuesday? Oh, Where can I'm we hear do, you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do SEN uh, with Sam Hargraves. Uh, I think from. Uh, Oh, six o'clock onwards, something like that. Six till ten or something like that, yeah. Well, we'll be tuning in. Hey, all the best, Matty. Uh, we appreciate your work and hopefully we can chat again next year. Have a great Christmas. All right, thanks very much. You too, fellas. There yeah, he is, Matt. Matty Randall. That's the first person we've said have a great Christmas to, Roach. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. it's getting yes. getting close, yes, isn't it? it is. uh, well, Santa's been through town already. It's beginning to, how's that go? Beginning to... Look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> got him to sing. He's in holiday mode. Um, now, we've got Kane Corns and uh, Jared Healy coming up yes. next on Sports Day, so we're not sure off they'll route. be thrilled to talk about four umpires next year. Oh, fair dinkum. I hope that is a definite. Well, the clubs are being told that. Well, why haven't they announced it to the general public? I do not know why that is. So, the how case. do you know that the clubs have been told? I might have been at a club today. Uh, port linking information. <laughs> Did I say it was at Port Adelaide? No, no, no. It could have been the Crows. That's true. You could have been down there having a coffee. Uh, well, that's the worst news we could finish the show on. <laughs> I don't think there's any logic in having four umpires. Oh, it's going to get...
All but, confusion, isn't yeah. it? All right, we'll be back and we'll do it all again tomorrow. You'll be happy, Rooch. We're going to have some hockey superstars yes, in here tomorrow. Australia will play India in a test series. We're going to get big-time hockey here in Adelaide, so we'll have a couple of the kookaburras in here with us. Yeah, a couple of Olympians, I believe. Yes, they are. They're looking forward to that. And just a reminder, tomorrow, if you want to win a uh, Signet portable phone charger, a battery charger to keep your mobile or stop your mobile from ever running out, uh, well, join us to tomorrow. Yep, uh, yeah, $59.95 they're worth. Have a great Wednesday evening. Uru. Good night, everyone.